0: Welcome to Truman's Matrix, a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world. A production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia, where you don't know who's watching who, or who's controlling you. blood of the gods with an X, uh, what do you call that? Question mark?
1: A question mark, yeah. What
0: are you talking about here? Take us through this way, us. speak up? These people need to hear this. What's, okay. going What's going on?
1: So there are stories of myth and legend that speak of giants. Goliath being just one of them. There are photos of people who have grown significantly larger than the general population, and there have been skeletons found. We cannot deny that the giants have existed. We all also have heard the myths of history of superheroes that are half man and half God. I think of characters like Hercules, Thor, Wonder Woman, Star-Lord, and others. They have godlike qualities because they have a supernatural birthright. It's in their blood. Blood is seldom considered a pleasant topic, especially by the squeamish. But as Christians, we have to think about it and speak about it from time to time because it's so central to our faith. So, just a little information for you. There are four main known blood types. I'm getting a little sciencey right now.
0: Okay, well, after all, you are a science teacher in high school with that. <laughs> Secondary education, they call it. Right. In our homeschool call
1: So, there are four ma- main known blood types. There is, there is an A, a B, and an AB, and then an O. There are two separate an- proteins called that are antigens. And that's how they title them. In addition, each blood type has an Rh factor.
0: Hold on, hold on. When you said these, they have two things. What? What are you talking about? Two? So
1: there are two separate kinds of proteins. Mm-hmm. Okay. One is an A protein. Okay. And one is a B protein.
0: Okay. And these are the antigens.
1: Those are the antigens uh, that so, are
0: attached to your blood cells. So the blood types are A, B, AB, and O. But what do those antigens indicate? What you were you telling me?
1: They're well, the A is one type of antigen and a B is another type of antigen. Mm-hmm. You could have just one of them, you could have both of them, or you could have none of them. Okay. That's where the types come in. Okay? So then, there's also blood type has an Rh factor or a Rhesus factor. I guess that's the guy that discovered it.
0: Oh, yes. The monkey guy. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you mean the, right. the You mean the there monkey
1: guy? Yeah.
0: yeah. The Rhesus monkeys <laughs> or was it the Rhesus peces? I oh, don't know. No. <laughs> on
1: That's a protein found in your red blood cells. Your red blood cells can either be R- RH positive, if you have the protein, or RH negative if you do not. So we've got antigens and proteins, okay? Mm-hmm. So some blood types are more common in certain groups. So up to 53% of Latin Americans and 47% of African Americans have blood type O. In comparison, only 39% of Asians and 37% of Caucasians have O-type. Blood type B is more common in Asians and less common in Latin Americans and Caucasians. So depending on your race, it's it's more common, you know. Um, By world population, though, the most common blood type is actually O-positive which was interesting to me. They call that one, well actually, yeah, they call the O positive the universal donor. Mm -hmm. So the universal donor can give blood to any other um, blood type without a problem. And the least common is actually AB negative. AB negative you only find in about one half of a percent of the population as a whole. So I thought that was very interesting. So that brings us to the Shroud of Turin. You guys have no, no, heard of- no,
0: Hold on, no, hold on. How does this, we were talking about blood types here, what do you mean that brings us to the Shroud? So,
1: no, So now I'm gonna tell you a little bit about the Shroud of Turin so I can tie these together. The
0: Shroud of Turin. Yes. A lot of people don't know what that is.
1: So, the Shroud of Turin uh-huh. is an artifact that was um, discovered many years ago. They believe that it is the shroud or the linen that Christ was wrapped in when he was buried.
0: Okay, there we go. So you're going to okay. tie this all the way back to the beginning.
1: Right. So this is going to tie it back to the beginning. Right? All right. So most people believe that Jesus had blood type AB because they have blood typed the blood on the shroud. Okay. This is an ancient relic that has an image of someone who was being crucified. And the blood type tests done by Carlo Serafini, which is an Italian um, doctor, um, determined that the crucified person had a blood type AB, which people believe is the blood type of Jesus. Those who hold this view also insist that the male on the shroud was Jesus. Well, obviously, if they think that the blood was Jesus, then no. that was silly. Okay. In Hebrews 9.22, it says, Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Amen. Whether he was AB negative or positive is not known, but Dr. Serafini believes that the samples he collected were AB negative, making the blood type of Jesus AB negative, which was the least common blood type in the world. Interesting. The AB blood type is the universal receiver. It can take anybody else's blood without being affected. So, there is an important theological message here. Dr. Serafini calls this type of blood the universal solvent. Mm. That is, it can mix with and dissolve with all other types of human blood into itself. Okay, It's an astounding conclusion that fits perfectly with the saving mission of Jesus Christ. Christ took on our sins and washed believers clean. Isn't that cool? So, how, how did I get to the blood of the gods thing? I'll bet is what you're thinking now, right? Okay. The RH factor. Is it indication of angels, aliens or an anomaly. The Rh factor is a type of protein on the outside of the red blood cells like we talked about. Although Rh status can vary among populations, roughly 85 percent of people in the US are Rh positive. Most people are positive. Worldwide it's 94 percent. The fact combined, that fact, combined with the shroud discovery, has led some people to the belief that the RH factor points to an alien race or remnants of the Nephilim, the fallen angels in the pre-flood. In Genesis six, one through four, it talks about the Nephilim. When man began to multiply on the face of the land and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of man were attractive and they took as their wives as they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in man forever, for he is flesh. His days shall be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of man, and they bore children to them. These were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown." The Nephilim are mysterious beings or people in the Hebrew Bible who are large and strong. The word Nephilim is lo- loosely translated as giants in some translations of the Hebrew Bible, but left untranslated in others. Jewish explanation. Jewish ex- yeah, Jewish explanations interpret them as hybrid sons of fallen angels. In other words, half god, half man. That's where that came from. One reason Nephilim is often translated as fallen ones is the relation to the Hebrew word nephal, which means to fall. One school of thought associates these beings with fallen angels, or their offspring. There are three common viewpoints that scholars have taken on the question of Nephilim and their descendants. The first question they ponder was, who are the sons of Cod talked about in this verse? Are they one, fallen angels, demons, in other words? Are they two powerful human rulers, or royalty? Or number three, godly Seth, uh, godly male descendants of Seth? I don't know where that idea came from, but.
0: Seth, Joseph, uh, is this Noah's sons?
1: Noah's son. Noah's son, Noah's Seth? son, Seth, right. Was he the one who found him naked? Nah, I don't remember. Okay. Which one that was? All right. One I'll of them did research. cover. Right. Mm-hmm. So, number 2, who are the daughters of men that they speak of in this verse? Are they number 1 human women? Or are they number 2 harems of loyal of royalty? Or are they number 3 the godless offspring of Cain's descendants? So, number 3 is saying that the the demons are the women and number 1 is saying the demons are the men. Okay. Number three, the third question is, what was the sin? Was the sin, number one, lust? Number two, polygamy? Or number three, unequally yoked? Marriage between the godly and the godless. Mm. Mm. And then, number, and the last question they asked was, who are the Nephilim? Are they the offspring of demons and humans, number one? Or are they famous men? Which, both the second and third theory pose that. Some modern-day conspiracy theories claim that the Rh-negative blood is the indicator of the Nephilim descendants. Others believe that those that carry the Rh-negative have alien ancestry. Yeah, it's kind of goofy, right? Most biblical scholars believe Bu one, which says that the sons of God were the fallen angels and the daughters of men were human women and they lust after them and they created an offspring of demons and humans. Okay. The story of the flood. Okay. So most biblical scholars believe that. But they also believe that all Nephilim were destroyed in the flood and the RH factor is not connected because God said he destroyed every, everything living. Right? The story of the flood says that all living creatures were destroyed, other than what was on the ark. But if we believe that God destroyed the Nephilim, like Genesis suggests, what's going on in Numbers? In Numbers 13:33, it said, "says there are," and there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, who came from the Nephilim, and we seemed to ourselves like grasshoppers, and so we seemed to them. In other words. The sons of Anak were giants compared mm-hmm. to the Israelites. So that's what that one is saying. So how is this explained? Either number one, the Nephilim survived. Number two, the Nephilim returned to mate with humans again after the flood. Or number three, the numbers passage is just an exaggeration. In other words, they weren't really that big. Right? Hmm. Most Bible scholars believe that it's just an exaggeration. There is another group that believes the sons of sons of man in Genesis were actually aliens from advanced extraterrestrial civilizations. <laughs> According to this theory, the Nephilim were human alien hybrids instead of human demon. I would pose the I would pose this that isn't alien just mean that you don't belong there. And so therefore, a demon would be an alien.
0: Mm-hmm, I, I agree with that. So, they don't belong six of one half dozen of another? A- anyway. Is this a good time to interject the pig story that I was referring yes. to earlier? Yes, yes, it you is. Know, uh, when, when Jesus faced demon-possessed pigs in the Bible, he didn't call the demons out and let the pigs live. They got rid of the whole thing. They went over the, head, the hill. The right. Hillside, right, he destroyed the pigs too. He, yeah. You got to get rid of the evil, and everything inhabited in it. I guess. I mean, I just, is that I what never, that means? I never yeah. thought of it that way, but it's almost like what we were talking about in the church parking lot a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And that is, are some people just not actually? They're not children of God. I mean, we always thought everyone's a child of God, but it says only those who believe. Right. And so, Pastor made that clear, and if that's the truth. Then there's who don't believe are not children of God. They could actually be demon-possessed.
1: They definitely are easier possessed because they are not children of God. Right. Because they don't believe and they don't have
0: the protection of the Holy Spirit. Right, right. Right? Yeah. So, so um, are- they savable? Are, are they savable? That was the question. I always thought everyone was savable, you know, through the Holy Spirit by God himself. But our job is to try to reach them all. But why and, didn't he save the pigs? Well, because the pigs didn't have a soul, but... (laughs) No, no, but there are probably some good food for the people who were raising them, and they put time and money into them, and they're, you know, stock at the time. That's important stuff. That's a property. Why destroy it? Why not just take the demon out, you know? So that just leads me to believe that once demon possessed, it's almost like blasphemy. There's no turning back.
1: Yeah, but there was also Mary Magdalene.
0: Oh, right, right. So,
1: Mary Magdalene was relieved uh, of was her. She was demon-possessed, and right? they
0: released the demons, yeah.
1: She, she was saved.
0: Okay.
1: Right? So, um, we are all created by God, and I think that's where the confusion lies. Yeah. Between the child of God and the created by God. Yes,
0: yes, yes.
1: So, we are okay. all his creation.
0: Okay, good. Oh, by the way, I corrected myself here. Seth was not, the one I was referring to was not. Noah's son, but actually Adam's son.
1: Oh, his right. His third
0: son. <laughs> Cain, Abraham, right.
1: Seth. Right. Okay. Right. That. Okay. So, the alien theory is even harder to believe. But what is clear is that the Nephilim did exist. Myth and legends have a bit of truth, and God did and will bring judgment on the evil in this world. And, um... You know, there is stuff found in, there are verses found in both the Old and the New Testament that refer to the Nephilim. And it's always been a bit of a controversy. You know, the Nephilim story. Was Hercules Nephilim? You know, was that actually a true story? Or was that totally just made up? We know that stories always have some bit of truth to them. You know, those myths and legends.
0: Always partial truths. There's
1: always partial truths to them. We know that Goliath was a giant, almost nine feet tall it says so. right, so um we know that there were giants, and that was after the flood. was he nephilim, or did he just grow extra big? you know so some people say that the nephilim because they were not human they didn't need the air to breathe so therefore they couldn't have been totally destroyed but we don't know that we know god is all powerful and and if he wanted them destroyed he could have destroyed them and he does say in some of the verses in the bible that demons have been thrown into the pit not all of them are free to roam So are those Nephilim from the Flood era, were they thrown into the pit? These are all ponderings that really don't mean anything in the big picture, which is, they don't change anything, right. So there's no reason to argue over it, but it's definitely curious, something to think about, it's a good story. That's right? why
0: we call it Digging Deeper. <laughs> Is there more in this article?
1: Just, uh, I have one more verse. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on in its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what's going to happen to the god- ungodly. What's gonna happen to us?
0: What's gonna happen to us?
1: Mm. This whole world is just getting worse and worse every year. You know, it's Braille. it's definitely, yeah. We've turned our back and sooner or later he's gonna, that verse by the way was Second Peter 2, four through six. So.
0: hmm that was really a good article
1: it was um definitely worth digging into and I'm sure there's more that I didn't find but the fact of the matter is that the aliens obviously is totally crazy in my mind I know there are demons just as there are angels I I know that those are real In my mind, I believe that that's a true statement, but um, are they repopulating with humans? There are people that are so, so evil, we cannot imagine how their brains got there.
0: Right. That's what I was saying earlier. That
1: are they actually human?
0: Yeah, that's. I
1: cannot believe. They, or have they just lost their soul already? <laughs> are those the ones that are
0: unsavable? When people come right out and say that, that they are following Satan, and they say these things directly, and they not just admit it, but are proud of it, mm-hmm. and they know from all of the Keanu Reeves movies and everything else, and the. You know, there's movies one after the other about you sold your soul. Yeah. Sold your soul for the, to the devil, and it's never worth it. The good guy always wins in the end. If you ever watch any of the movies, even The Godfather, everything, its the good guy always wins in the end. It's because right. God wins in the end. <laughs> that's right. Okay? So this following him on purpose is the only and closest definition I can come to the unforgivable sin of blasphemy yeah. of the Holy Spirit when you turn away and deny him. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. And that's going to do it for this edition of Truman's Matrix, a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world. A production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. You can find Digging Deeper with Brian Hale on your favorite podcast network or visit all of our podcasts under one roof at diggingdeeper.us. And one more thing. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.